0: Hello, thanks for tuning in. This is Sagrada Casa podcast, a little podcast out here in the world that pretty much is about everything, anything I want to talk about. I am Angie. I am a therapist, social worker, artist, interiors enthusiast. I started this podcast because of my love for interiors. But also how that connects to mental health in my profession. I'm also a first generation Latina. My parents are from El Salvador. I live in a bigger body, fat body. I am abled body, dealing with chronic pain. I am from the west side, LA. And Yeah, I have curly hair. Just for anyone who's never met me or never will. So I say all that because those are all different identities. Different roles I play in this world. Sometimes different performances I put on for the world um, that make up who I am. And today's episode, I wanted to just dive deep into... Just body stuff, body love, body acceptance, radical body um, acceptance. I think there's, you know, for the last decade or so, you know, the body positivity movement has been really big. And I want to say that who inspired me to talk about this in the podcast today was actually Christina. If anybody follows Christina from Thick Girl Yoga. Uh, she was talking about this on her TikTok, and I felt really moved and really inspired to just kind of dive into that a little bit more on this podcast. Um, yeah, if anyone doesn't know or doesn't follow, or I, I recommend following Thick Girl Yoga. She's an amazing um, black yoga teacher, doula. Um, she started her own apothecary. She puts on these amazing events uh these like beach retreats for like all all people of all sizes just to embrace your body, embrace your differences, and also just celebrate yourself so I connected with her back in twenty i don't know seventeen or so it's been a while, and I've just been following her her work, and you know definitely someone I consider uh, a great friend and so, she inspired me just based on what she talked about, just to dive into body love. So, it took me a moment to want to talk about this because I am someone who struggles with that a lot, to be honest. I think sometimes I could put on a good, brave face outside in the world with others of, you know, loving my body, appreciating it, and wearing things that make me feel good and seeming very confident. And in many ways, I am. There's a level of confidence that allows me to do those things. And, but in many ways, I'm not. And I still struggle with that. Even with this body positivity movement, fat liberation, that's been a, fat liberation's been around for a while, but, um... You know, fat phobia and these Western beauty standards are fucking tough to beat. You know, sometimes you gotta. I know when to tap out when I can't fight against the messaging that I've received pretty much all my life. So I grew up pretty big, I was a pretty chubby girl since. I think since I was born, I know all my pictures. Um, I was always a chubby girl, always a chubby girl in the classroom, and with among my cousins, in my family, among my friends. And I you know, for a long time I ex that there wasn't an issue, especially when I was younger. Uh I was able you know, I enjoyed being active. I got involved in volleyball and basketball at a young age and i just really loved you know playing sports and exercising and just like playing around um i would rollerblade as a kid a lot and that really was part of what brought me joy as a kid just getting into my body and not overthinking it um obviously you know that changes once you like once i went into middle school and the idea of like how you know the pressure of you know, especially as like a hetero uh, kid who uh, you're going to hear a lot of cars in on the in the background by the way, so excuse me for that, but as a kid, it was like, I wanted attention just as my friends did too, from boys, and you know i I started to have feelings for boys, and I I quickly noticed the different types of attention that my friends would get in comparison to me. Um, and I always associated that and connected to that to how we looked, right? And, and I think that really informed me of how I was gonna live and move through the world later on, which unfortunately led me to having uh, this eating disorder in high school. And this was not something that was clinically diagnosed, so I do want to be mindful of that. I didn't go to any treatment facility. No doctor diagnosed me with an eating disorder. That has been me over the years of just learning more about that, of what it was that I was experiencing and doing in high school, and a lot of it was restricting, restrictive eating, um, starving myself, and having like this ridiculous amount of these diet restrictions I gave myself, and also uh, exercise regimen that was incredibly unhealthy, especially for a growing kid. I think I was like fifteen, sixteen. But the fucked about part about that, which I'm sure everybody, I think a lot of people who've lost weight, lose weight say is like the treatment that you get after, as positive as it is, right? Because you will get all the praise. You will get a lot more attention. People will consider you healthier. Um, it's kind of devastating as much as it's positive because then you start questioning, how did you think of me before I lost weight, right? My value just went up because of that. So does that mean that if I'm in a bigger body, a fatter body, uh, not um, aesthetically pleasing, quote unquote, body, then am I not worthy? am might not as valuable. And as a teenager, that is during that developmental stage, that shit will fuck you up. It would really go deep into your psyche of the worthiness that you might have in this world and in relationships, and the kind of partners you choose, and why you choose them, and who you let into your life, and the lack of boundaries sometimes we may have, and I'm not going to say this is an example for every big girl, fat girl that 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 they had this in, in growing up, but that was my experience, for sure, and i bring all of this because it is such a journey to really understand to love care accept your body just as is with all its changes because now that i'm mid 30s going on to late 30s you know i realize like now it is such an imperfect relationship i'm gonna have with my body you know i Dealt with an injury two years ago that led me to have, you know, really chronic pain and fatigue. And it really fucked me up as far as like what I was able physically to do and what felt good to do. So while I was able to stay active in the past and that helped my psyche and my mind feel like, oh, I'm still doing something, you know, as a fat person, at least I'm active. Here, there wasn't no choice to do that. I had to sit my ass down, lay down, rest, not move, and sometimes not being able to move or just really listen to what my body needed and wanted. And a lot of it was like, just chill the fuck down. And that was hard for me because I would always overcompensate with trying to do and be physical and be active and push myself physically physically so that somehow i could redeem my body redeem myself for how i looked or how i felt in my body and don't get me wrong i love i think i'll forever want to be active in my own way every stage of my life i i enjoy feeling strong i enjoy feeling flexible i enjoy um you know being able to move around easily, as easily as possible. But I now, having gone through that experience and adding age age and aging to the process, you know, that's gonna just change no matter what. And that is out of my control, our control. You know, our abilities are just gonna naturally change for any amount of reason, right? If it's stress, if it's mental health, if it's an injury, if it's sickness, if it's, I don't know, the space that we live in, if it's a time or lack of time we have. So it's a journey that we have to kind of just hop on and strap on and do our very best. And it's gonna be an imperfect imperfect little journey that we have to be on. And, you know, I don't think self-love is something that I could define for you or for anyone else. That's something I'm defining just for myself and what that feels like. Um, And knowing that some days I don't like my body. I have a hard time seeing certain areas of my body in the mirror. And You know, sometimes I, you know, it's easy to have magical thinking and wondering if I didn't, if this was different or if I had less of this fat here and more here, then will my life be better? Will I have better relationships? And those are the kind of answers that I have no idea if it would actually improve my quality of life maybe. I'm not here to judge anyone that makes any changes to their life and it could actually make them feel better, maybe have a different experience with the world and in and with people. Um, but if, if I personally subscribe to that, then I feel like I'm going to be always chasing for something outside myself. And I am so tired of doing that. <laughs> I I know a lot of people That is a worthy, worthy thing to aspire to. Um, And who knows? Maybe if I had a fucking shit ton of money, (laughs) you know, things, I would be saying things differently, but I don't. And I've learned to, you know, go with the flow a little better and understand them perfection and knowing that, you know... My body is not a destination to reach at. Like There's not this goal of how I want to look per se, but it's an experience of how I want to experience the world. What are the things I want to do? How do I want to feel in it, right? And the reality is we live in a very fatphobic and ableist culture and society, and the systems around us reinforce that. So, shit is just ugly and messy out here. As much self love you could give yourself, sometimes, you know, the world is gonna, it has its own agenda. And we've all been drinking the Kool Aid, right? So, we all keep each other in check about that. And, and it's fucking ugly. Honestly, I think that's just the fuck up reality too of just like the kind of systems that we live in that reinforce these, these things that keep us small and unworthy and put value on other different types of bodies and you know those are that's a tough thing to kind of go against sometimes and sometimes we may be too tired to, to fight that and that's real and on those days that I have no strength to put on that brave face and that positive face that I'm doing good or I feel good, that's when I, you know, surrender and let myself feel that because that's part of the human experience as well. And to me, what I keep holding on to is that, you know, I keep coming back to myself, even when I have those lows in those days, or perhaps those weeks, months, years, however long that is, I keep coming back, and there's moments where I come back to myself and ground myself, or connect with the people who will see me in the best light, who will reinforce my beauty, who will reinforce and affirm that I am also so much more than my body, that I bring so much to the table and, you know, we don't have to sacrifice our well-being to be liked and we don't need to sacrifice our relationships to be loved. So I hope this message could land somewhere in a cozy middle space somewhere in the world where someone might feel a little a little warmer, a little less alone hopefully, you know, it's a real take on this body positive movement, body love, acceptance, all that Um, it's not a perfect thing it's not black or white Um, it's a lot of grey and it's a lot of just showing up every day And taking it a moment at a time. And yeah, I think that's all I got for that. So take care. Take a nice deep breath in. And, you know, sending you all the love, a big hug. And yeah, take care.